Hi, welcome back to the Only Real Cure to Borderline Personality Disorder podcast. I'm Shamala Del Rosario. I'm 53, a mother, grandmother, wife, and I've lived with distorted perceptions for my entire life. A year ago, I stumbled across Brian Barnett, and from that moment, my misperceptions began to unravel. I had been convinced that there was something fundamentally wrong with me and that I was unfixable. Now, as I continued to do the inner work to root out the underlying subconscious distorted core belief that my feelings are irrelevant and shameful, devoid of worth and therefore so am I, I'll be using this podcast platform to share my insights and thoughts. Now, I strongly suggest that you subscribe to thelastsymptom.com and The Last Symptom Podcast. And before I'm accused of plagiarism, let me just explain that The Last Symptom is a free resource that I have had and continue to have the privilege of learning from. And so I will frequently reference Brian Barnett's work. I mean, when you think about it, my recovery is based on his support and approach. I'm still recording this directly onto my phone, so the sound quality isn't great, so I am sorry about that. And also, I'm still new to the podcasting, so if you can bear with me as I continue to reveal my vulnerabilities. And so I'll just get this disclaimer out of the way before we move on to talk about today's topic. So just to be clear, these are my personal experiences and insights of borderline personality disorder. I'm not qualified in any field of emotional or mental health. And anyone who chooses to listen is responsible for their own thoughts feelings and behaviours. Thank you for your feedback and comments. It means a lot. It it really does. Um, The last time I mentioned um, the external validation that I'd received and how it was different to the external validation that I'd subconsciously sought and needed prior to my understanding of my borderline personality disorder symptoms. This validation, it's it's not my primary motivation anymore, but I do like it. It's nice. When somebody tells me something I've said has resonated with them and kind of helped them in some way to break down a wall, I feel good, really good. But I thought I'd talk about on the flip side. I didn't feel good when I received um, a comment that I myself, this is me, myself, perceived as negative, as, as a criticism. The deflation, it was, it was instant, almost like a, like a blowout, you know, like a rapid explosive loss of inflation, pressure of a, a pneumatic tyre, just like that. Psh, I felt bad, really bad. I kind of heard that critical voice. And I was actually sitting with my husband at the time and my deflation, it must have been so obvious because at the point of the kind of blowout, he jumped up kind of asking, what's wrong? What's happened? I mean, just before reading the comment, I'd been wrapping presents really excitedly for my my grandson Lulu's first birthday. I was really happy. Then boom, down, down, down. I knew that I'd got to look at my thinking. What was I thinking? How was I interpreting the, this message? What was true and what wasn't? How was my thinking getting me to this conclusion? I didn't feel good. I felt bad. 
I, but I wanted, no, I needed to change my feelings. My grandson and my daughter were my priority and I refused not to be present for them. I mean, this was going to be a special day and that spiteful inner critic was not invited. I really, I decided I wasn't going to allow it to spoil this day. It spoiled so many special days in the past for me. Now, the comment itself had not been nasty, not nasty at all. The comment simply expressed the writer's own thoughts, obstacles to their own recovery from borderline personality disorder. They were resonating with my experiences, but were uncomfortable with my use of the S-H-I-T word. Even explaining their personal circumstances with like impressionable young children listening too. My thinking was the problem. It spiralled so fast, but it went beyond the usual feeling of being, you know, excrement. This time, my thinking was trying to take me down an even deeper route. I can convert shame to guilt when I recognise shame. That distorted core belief that says my feelings are irrelevant and shameful, devoid of worth. And I can visualise that as excrement. But I had interpreted that comment as me myself being less than excrement itself, actually being so unworthy and worthless that excrement was too good for me. I didn't even have the right to use the word. My thinking was blaming me for the, the, the writer's actual emotional disorder, the future damage I was going to cause her children as well. It told me I was a worthless grandmother because I swear and that everyone would be better off without me. I should hide away and never inflict myself on the world again. You know, I didn't like these feelings. I needed to relook at my thinking pattern. And I can only describe the process in visual terms as like playing a, um, a pinball machine. Do you know what I mean? All those twists and turns on its way down to that drain. I mean, my first thought, it was so quick, like, like the pinball launching and flying around the table, hitting bumpers and targets. I wasn't quick enough to take control of the flippers to keep the pinball out of the drain on the first thought. I started thinking more and more about my thinking like a pinball machine. I started to visualise the, you know, the internal intricate weaving of electronic and mechanical parts. The pinball's magnetic properties, you know, sometimes come into play as some machines use magnets to trap the ball in certain places of the, of the playfield. I could kind of visualise that magnetic pull as the pull towards thinking bad about myself. And the more I thought about the pinball machine, I realised with pinball, you actually get another go. So I, I thought to myself, right, let's relaunch this pinball, but consciously, you know, read and reread and think about those comments again. But only this time looking at the facts and the motivation kind of behind it. Because there was no intent to, to offend. The comment was valid. It was constructive. And I can now accept that comment, how it was intended, not how my distorted filter was actually translating it. Because really, swearing is something I'm not proud of doing. 
It isn't very nice. It's something I do criticise myself for. And I suppose another person actually just mentioning it was like public confirmation of, of my faults. I mean, the other word for excrement, the S-H-I-T word, is the word I do use to help me recognise when I'm feeling shame. And I'll continue to use it privately, but I'll try not to use it on these podcasts. So ex- excrement is kind of the word I'll use from, from now on. Anyway, after converting that misplaced shame to guilt, I could accept that I could do better next time. But doing better actually involves changing behaviour. So I've been able to make personal improvements to myself, being more aware of my swearing, especially when I'm around my grandchildren. And so really, I, I very much appreciate that comment that has led me to be more aware And it's also actually made me think about how I can use this type of platform in a more positive way for for my grandchildren. And so I've actually started to record myself reading reading children's uh, stories for my grandchildren. So I'm hoping to build a little library for them so that kind of grandma can always tell them a story. You know, I'd not have actually thought of doing this if if I hadn't actually received that comment. Anyway, on the third or fourth go at this pinball kind of relaunching, rereading and rethinking about the comments, I was able to actually realise and notice where the initial kind of deflation, kind of more like a slow puncture than a, that full blowout. So I know that's what I need to kind of look out for. You know, that just that, that first puncture rather than the full blowout. I kind of relook at my thinking before it gets to that, that kind of stage of that pinball going down the drain. And oh God, I'm so pleased that I was able to reassess my thinking before I let it impact on my my grandson's birthday party. My daughter had been planning this for ages, but it was beautiful and Lulu thoroughly enjoyed himself. In fact, it, it was actually perfect. I was able to be present for the whole entire time and the inner critic didn't attend. But if I had just accepted the bad feeling as real without investigating my thinking, I would have really continued to feel bad unnecessarily. And this would have also led me to retreating into myself, you know, and listening to that spiteful, that spiteful critic. Words can't really express how much that day means to me. I'm always going to have that memory, you know, a, a really beautiful memory a day that I can actually be proud of, a day that I was actually there for my daughter while staying in my circle in the sand and I respected her rights, responsibilities and authorities over her own thoughts, feelings and behaviours and the right for her to be fully responsible for her son's birthday party. I told her I'd do whatever she wanted me to do to help but she said she was fine, she was going to do it all by herself and so I just relaxed. And you know, I said fine, and I had every intention of just allowing her to to do it her way. But on the morning of the birthday, um, things didn't go entirely to plan. She was kind of running late and getting a bit upset with herself, saying it was all going wrong. So I asked if there was anything that I could do. And she reeled off a small list, including decorating the table, balloons, putting up the bunting and little things. So I said, okay, it's no problem. 
And me and my middle daughter, her sister, we got to work and did exactly as she'd asked. And I ran a few errands for her and then I picked her up. And when she arrived at my house, she was over the moon. She was so happy. And that made me really, really happy. I'd actually listened to her. I'd not tried to take over the organisation of her son's first birthday. Her feelings had been validated. I'd actually validated her feelings. My grandson had a wonderful day. My daughter had a wonderful day. I had a wonderful day. Everybody had a wonderful day. It's, I don't know, a precious moment. It was absolutely wonderful. All forgiving, thinking, another shot with the facts. And, as ever, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you do comment, subscribe and share. And have a wonderful weekend. Bye for now. Hopefully speak soon.